Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sean Barksdale, and this is 10 Minutes of Truth. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth podcast. What's your truth? In just a few short weeks, we'll be bringing you Mr. Wayne Wally. An individual who has a dynamic history and background and a, uh, and a, the connection that me and him have. Um, I have Mr. Wally on now. How you doing, Wayne? Man, I'm doing great, brother. Good oh, to be here with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just kind of uh, touching on a few subjects that we may be talking about here coming up. Uh, we know that you were in the Navy. Yes, sir. Right. Um, we 20 know, years. 20 years. Retired. <laughs> yes, sir. Retired from the Navy. Uh, and, and, and we know about some of those experiences in the Navy. And one of the things that uh, you shared with me is the things that they taught you about not having excessive force or using just enough force to take a person down. Correct? Okay. Yeah. You See, to clarify that for right. our listeners, that's when I was in the Navy, one of the jobs that I had was a correctional officer. Hmm. So, you know, it was correctional. At that time, it was called correctional specialist, and then I had correctional counseling. So you're talking about the experience from the correction side. Okay. For the people in the audience, that's just simply working as in, uh, in right. a Navy jail. A Navy jail. Exactly. Uh, so, all right, let's just real quick about the counselor side. So what are, what were some of the duties of being a counselor? Okay, you had to deal with inmates' um, uh, attitude, adjustments, uh, helping them out, reaching to families, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was deep. Okay, and right. I, I, that's what we didn't get too deep into that but that's a, one of the things that also helped me to become the officer that I was in the jail right right because when you become a correctional specialist man you know you dealing with in my case alone I had um all kind of inmates I had a murderer child molester mm. you know Rapist, wow. you know, drug dealers, and all this was in the navy. What, man. what, uh, uh, those names that you just, those titles rather that you just use, are some of the biggest and harshest of titles: yes. murderer, rapist, you yes. know, molestation. What did all of those personalities have in common that you saw? As a as a counselor standpoint, um, they were still human, mm. and. You know, you had to get into their heads, into the the, men, the mental side of right. what they're doing, and then you you had to help them adapt to the prison life from the from the Navy standpoint, as well as you try to help them with their family life. Because granted, they were still uh, sailors; they was actually right. in the United States Armed Forces. Right. So you know, you had to help them adapt. But one of the things that st- that I remember so deeply was this cat that I dealt with. Okay. That uh, I had a couple of child molesters. And one, I, this guy was so sorry, man, for what he had done to his daughter the whole nine yards. So, you know, we had to help him adapt and talk with his wife and 
okay. set up other type of counseling for him. But I had this one cat that I literally threw out of my office. Really? Yes. I, I, I felt sorry for him, but he really got under my skin because this guy uh, had been he'd been molesting his son. But he was molested mm. by his grandfather, his uncle, and his daddy. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast. What's your truth? But what got under my skin was as much help as we tried to give him, he convinced me that when he got out, he was going to do it again. Oh, wow. So, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to kind of wash your hands. Yes, right. He, I mean, and when, right. when, when I saw that, he was convinced right. that that was the thing to do. Right. I had to throw him out of my office, man. I had to get, bro, you got to go because right. I'm ready to hurt you. Right. You know, right. because I, you know, me with child molesters. Right. You know, when you, when you, when you destroy a kid. I met guys like that in, uh, when I was incarcerated, I had a young man. I recently saw him. He's out now. And I kind of raised this young man in prison. Right. And he would pour himself. I mean, everything out. Right. And he had went through the same thing. But he uh, because he had been molested from, I think, the age of like maybe three or four up to 12. Wow. Okay. He he had problems with his sexuality. Sometimes he would want the women, yep. and then sometimes he would mess with the boys. You know what I'm saying? In prison and whatnot, and he would just be like, "Man, I don't, I don't know." You know what I'm saying? He was like, "I know it sounds strange, like because it, uh, for a long time until I met him, I was just like, them dudes is weak." You know what I'm saying? Them dudes yeah. just mess with homosexuals. They weak, but. I realized that it was something deeply embedded, maybe yes. from back, you know, and like see, you were as, saying about this cat. As a counselor, when you get to deal with cats and they open up to you. Right, right. And, and just like you were saying, when they are molested from an early age, you know, to their midlife, right. they confuse. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. some of them, I mean, they traumatize, man. That. And, exactly. and that's the effect that you have. And then you exactly. got to try to deprogram him right. and reap a grown know, man. Yes, reap the reap. You know, I mean, reach the issues that has you know right. scarred right. him so bad. A absolutely. Which brings me to uh, because uh, one of the things that I know, knowing you, dealing with you, is that you do have empathy. That you will try to help anybody that wants to help themselves even people that don't want to help themselves i know that you'll try to help them you know with with that being said i know um from your training and years of training in the navy and you know being a correctional officer knowing uh that side of empathy how do you feel uh because you told me that you know uh the navy taught you to use um, just enough force to bring a person down, mm -hmm. right? So how do you feel when you look on TV and you see uh, a, a law enforcement officer using more than that? I have mixed emotions, and I know where you're coming from, and, you know, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement okay. and all. 
Um, I have mixed emotions. And the reason I have mixed emotion is simply because I have seen it on both sides. Mm. You know, you have some of us that feel like, you know, we can do what we want to do when we want to do. You antagonize an officer, you know, you do a crime. And when an officer tell you to stop, you know, get down, you want to buck, you, you know, so then he have to use force. But now the ones that, you know, take it to the extreme, um, you know, like the, the guy that had uh, on a uh, floor, put his knee on the neck and just kept it there. Right. You know, I don't have no sympathy for an officer like that. Right. Because, you know, once a guy is down and you got control, you cuff <coughs> him, you know, right. you get him to sit up, sit up or whatever. So, you know, he's OK. But now, you know, again, the reason I have mixed emotions, Sean, is because, you know, it's sad to say, but a lot of times we try to use stuff like that. Right. For an advantage. Right. You know, because, you know, you was in the wrong, you got caught. Right. Now you want to say, oh, you used too much force on me. You did this, you did that. When you wouldn't comply. Right. You know. Right. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast. What's your truth? I right. see, back in the day when, when I first was trained, when they was talking about use the minimum amount of force necessary, they told us right then. The minimum amount of force necessary. So if a guy goes to the extreme and the minimum amount of force you had to use to break his arm, then his arm is going to be broke. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, right. because, you know, the thing that you have to realize is some of these inmates want you dead. Mm. Some of these guys have such a hatred for law enforcement and defy the law that they don't care about you. Right. So. I got a job. They I see the uniform. Family. They don't see the individual. Exactly. Right. You know, that. so, you know, we are trained to say, look, we, we are law enforcement. We got to, you know, diffuse the situation, bring it under control. But in the back of my mind is I want to go home mm. whole right. like I am, because if you slip you can get killed. Yeah. And you have seen so many officers that didn't got, you know, killed, stabbed, shot, beat up, whole nine yards. But they don't talk about that. Right. Like they do, you know, the Black Lives Matter. And, right. and again, I, I'm not saying, you know, just like we stated, you got good cops, you got bad cops. Right. You know, but we have. Just to, like the officer that was killed uh, up at the Capitol. Yes, Exactly. Right. Doing their job. Doing their job. Right. You know, but I mean, you got some of them out there. He, sad to say, I, I I recall, and I can't use names, but right here in South Boston, I, I remember a deputy, the deputy that we had, <laughs> man, he he put a badge on. He used to go down. And this was in the old jail. Right. He'd go down in the old jail and stir up the mess. Right. I, I pulled him to the side and said, look. You get in, you get in the firefight, right? 
as an officer, I got your back. Right. But when you come out, be scrapped because I'm going to go to your ass. Right. Right. You know? I understand. <laughs> you know, so, I understand. But it. I've seen the ones that put a badge on, man, and think they wide earth somebody. They believe right. like they can just come in and right. bang, bang, shoot up, beat you up and, right. and walk out the door. Right. You know. And that's why I appreciate you, you know. Uh, coming on a lot of you know we reached out to a few people and they was like Mm-mm. you know what I'm saying they didn't they didn't want to touch it they didn't want to touch a lot of the topics and subjects you know so I really appreciate you uh, last thing I want to ask you is what is your wildest fingerprinting story that you can remember if you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast. What's your truth? I didn't have too many wild fingerprinting. I mean, we had a couple of them that defied, you know, you just had to hold them down. I didn't, me personally, I didn't have to do much fingerprinting. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, I did uh, just a few, but most at that at that time, you know, we had a few that we did. But um, I, I think they do. I, I'm pretty sure now they do facial recognition and everything. Well, now. I know it, before I left uh, Blue Ridge, they was getting the new. They got the new electronic fingerprinting machine. Mm, okay. You know, uh, and the deputies was the ones doing it. Now, whether the jailers, are, I know they were talking about jailers were going to be taking it over. I, I really don't know. I can't okay. speak on that. Okay. I didn't do a whole lot of fingerprinting. I did a, a couple of them, and most of the time, it's, it's no problem. Okay. Uh, my worst experience, man, is the drunks. You know, you yeah. got. You got because the they happy, be irate. Yeah, you got some of them that's happy. What's the and illest? Funny. What's the craziest? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 craziest one. Yeah, I never forget was this white lady that came in, drunk, racial, calling me the n word. It's a woman. A woman. Wow. Then she tried to kick me in the nuts. Wow. And why did this? Why did that sister try that, bro? I don't mean no harm. That's one day that she ate some concrete. Oh wow! <laughs> yes, that, sir. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so that's you crazy. know, you, you know I mean, you trying to do bodily harm to me? I right. gotta control you, right? You know, and right? Because at the end of the day, I I understand that you know, um, that it's it's about um, for on the jailer side because we look at it from the the inmate side mm-hmm. of you know what we're trying to get back, right? Which is freedom and you know so on and so forth. But your job is containment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Our job is to just make sure that you know compliance. Yeah, <laughs> you know you what compliance. And see, see the thing now, you know that I, I I like one of the things that jail has, and you you start seeing it in different uh, TV settings. It's one of the favorite tools that I wa- I like was when they came out with that restraint chair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I that, never had it. Man, I was that, smart enough to know, like, ah, nah, I man, don't. That restraint go there. chair break you. It does. It break you. Because I seen see, dudes. At the time, and they be butt naked in the chair. Yes, indeed. They be butt naked in that chair, some, man. Some of them. And do. I done came by being a trustee, and I'm like, oh man, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like. Yes, indeed. That joint looked like something, to, uh, like one that flew all over the cuckoo's nest or something. You <laughs> so know you what I'm saying? You got a bad mind with a restraint <laughs> right. chair. The only thing you can move is your head. That's it. You know, because you handcuffed to a chair. Yeah. Legs are pulled all the way tight Absolutely. up and stuff. Absolutely. And you get the ones that like to spit on you and know, all. So you right. put a spit hood over top right. of his head. Right. And, you know, um, 
you know, they, they, you know, they came out with rules at one time, man. I think it was, you know, they say you can stay in there 12 hours. You had to go in, let them out, get the blood circulating, right. put them back in. You have a nurse, the nurse will come around and right, check, right. you know, the pulse and stuff, make sure, Absolutely. you know, make sure they doing all right. But, uh, and if you are irate cat, right. You know, we tell you right quick, you got to use the bathroom. Go ahead. Right, right, right. <laughs> Go right. right ahead. Absolutely. So, you know, we get the you know hose and clean up afterwards. Exactly. But, exactly. You know, so, I mean, they got so many different new tools now. Um, transport, transport belts with tasers connected to it. Mm. Yes, sir. I've oh, seen wow. DOC with some of them. Okay. And I, you know, okay, right. to me, that was, that's a plus. Right. Because when you get an irate inmate, you hit the buzzer, you're going to break him to his knees. Right. You know, right. ain't so. a whole lot going. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that myself. Um, once again, like I said, uh, you guys stay tuned. Mr. Wayne Wally is going to bring you some very exciting and not just exciting, but beneficial and, and knowledge worthy episodes um, coming forth. Because a lot of young men and women, this is information you just don't know about and family members don't know about. So you guys stay tuned. Thank you again, Mr. Wayne Wally. You're more than welcome, Sean. Keep up the good work, man. And anytime I can help out, you got my number. Thank you, brother. All right, Doc. All right, Sean Barksdale, this is 10 Minutes of Truth. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast. What's your truth? <laughs>